0: Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, King's Dream Outlier on all platforms. If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Joe Rogan had Dr. Sanja on from CNN to have a bare knuckle brawl on all things bang bang related. If you don't know what the bang bang is, it's the code word we use for the thing. The, the, the shot, the thing, right? The thing I'm not supposed to say, but you know what I'm talking about. So uh, full full disclosure, big fan of, of Joe Rogan, uh, not the biggest fan of CNN, but your boy got the bang bang. Okay. So I just want to make sure you guys know exactly where I'm at. If you want to know any of my bias. So I'm like a, a massive fan of Joe Rogan, but I also got the bang bang. I'm relatively healthy. I could tell you guys why later. And so this is going to cover multiple pieces. I'm going to play a couple clips for you guys, let you guys know what I think were the good, the, the best takeaways. Try to condense the conversation. It's a three-hour conversation. I really do recommend you go and watch the full thing on Spotify, especially if you're hesitant, especially if you're thinking about getting it, not sure if you can get it, should get it. I do recommend you watch the, this, this entire conversation. I found it extremely interesting and valuable. Joe Rogan wants it all the smoke, yes he did. And Dr. Sanja, I think did a good job of arguing and I think I think I narrowed this thing down to one, one major idea that if you watch till the very end, you gotta watch till the very end, you will get what the idea is and it will make sense where I think the disconnect is. And I think there is a disconnect I think there is, this, so wherever you are on the spectrum, I think I can narrow this down to one specific idea, but you gotta watch till the end because I kinda gotta weave through this and they kinda go in and out of topics a lot. So first first, first and foremost, I wanna just start out and, 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 and point out to one thing that I think people miss, which is like, oh, they rushed this, bang, bang, they made it really quick. He actually makes a really interesting point that I don't think a lot of people remember.
1: In the in fall of last year, they wanted to authorize these vaccines really fast. It was just get them out there, put mm-hmm. them out there. And they pushed back and said, no, we're going to wait for two months at least of safety data because the vast majority of side effects occur within the first 42 days. Again, I, I don't know about this 19 year old woman, and I'm sure that there are some stories like that, yeah. but I think that that data has held up. I mean, there's been some six billion shots now given around the world of this vaccine. So in addition to the clinical trials, which were tens of thousands of people, you have a lot of real world data now over the last you know eight to 10 months. You could make the case that these are some of the most studied therapeutics anywhere on the planet.
0: They were trying to put this thing out last fall and they slowed down to get the full 42 days of clinical trials or whatever because most side effects with bang bangs happen in the first 42 days. There's actually never been uh, a bang bang with side effects after 42 days that wasn't reported in the initial 42 days. So what he's saying is when you spread this out across billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of doses, 6 billion doses, that's kind of crazy. I think the population of the earth is like close to 8 billion. You get a lot of this like, well, we don't know this, we don't know that. And then Joe's, to Joe's point, he does a lot of good pushing back and they both kind of point to these like anecdotal examples. Joe Rogan's like, man, this healthy person got the bang bang and then they needed a heart transplant. Super tragic. Girl, girl was 19 years old. Otherwise, healthy and then he's pointing to anecdotal examples about kids getting the bang bang and it it narrows down on this idea of should kids get the bang bang and what is the risk reward assessment and i think this is a really good argument okay this is this some good nuance here that we have to consider okay so and remember keep watching till the end i'm gonna try to really narrow down where where, where this i think kind of all comes apart so let's watch this
1: look it's not it's not a perfect vaccine i'm not suggesting that but if i tell you i'm eight times less likely to get infected right but you could
2: get infected and thousands and thousands of people have and are still spreading it right yeah. my, my point was that your attitude which is a f- totally reasonable attitude of not being concerned about a breakthrough infection is exactly the same way a lot of people feel about their children and covid i'm, I'm
1: not I, you know i, I think do you see my point i do i I, I, and I and i appreciate the 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 conversation around this but i think that You know, we have to apply the same degree of certainty and confidence across the board, right? When when I tell you that I am not concerned about getting a a significant breakthrough infection, I mean that. Because I know that the people who do get these significant breakthrough infections are people who are more vulnerable and elderly. Right, we know who the five percent are. For not true, that guy is fifty-three I years understand. old. He's your age and he's more, dead. More, more likely. I'm saying, I'm saying more okay. likely. That's 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 what I'm talking about with the certainty, Joe. It's like we can't. We I'm not saying a hundred percent, but it's 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 less likely. like if you look at the vast majority of people who have breakthrough infections that end up in the hospital, you do. You, you can start to see who is most vulnerable. here. I understand, but don't you see that the same logic
2: can be applied to young people? The same logic can be applied to young healthy people. Why would you be worried about them? They're going to be fine just I, like you're not worried. I'm, I'm not that worried about young people in terms of their health I'm not I don't think so that that's a big concern in that circumstance Why would you want to vaccinate young people if the risk of being vaccine injured is four to six times more likely than being hospitalized for COVID? Under for any circumstance, according to that. Okay, well,
1: if you just leave aside that study for a second because and i and i and i get you but, but why is, would we okay but let me let me say what Yo, if,
0: joe was coming for his throat here he's like look there's a study that says young people four times more likely uh to, to 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 have uh you know side effects than they are to get hospitalized he's like why would you do that and so he's like didn't know about the study it's kind of blindsided and he says like hey i'm going to look into these studies keep watching this
1: is the what is another reason for for young people to get vaccinated besides that is there, is there any other benefit to it? I mean, we're in the middle of this pandemic. If we know that people who don't have immunity, even if they don't get sick, can still catch this and spread it. And that the majority of spread was coming through people who did not even have much in the way of symptoms. Is that true? Yeah, I think they said asymptomatic spread accounted for more than 50% of the spread, at least. It-
0: now this is interesting. He's saying asymptomatic spread accounted for 50% of the spread. So, so Joe was saying, listen, young people, relatively healthy, most of them gonna shake this thing off in a few days. And, 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 and with boys, there's the likelihood that four times more likely to have an adverse reaction. I think boys 13 and 15 were pressuring kids to get this thing or that's kind of what, what seems to be pushed through. And he says, yeah, but think about the flip side of this. Young people who tend to be more asymptomatic and most of the spread happens from asymptomatic spreaders good back and forth here, right? Good back and forth here. He's kind of caught off guard, not knowing the, the statistics for this study between 13 and 15-year-olds, right? And, and then being more likely to have an adverse reaction, which I believe Z Dog has talked about this, and this is one of the reasons why he doesn't recommend uh, kids getting it. This is one of the reasons why boosters haven't been approved yet. This is an interesting point. Joe and him both agree that the mandates of... Fi- of, of, of of forcing doctors and nurses to take this thing is not a good idea. And Dr. Sanja agrees. Treat people with COVID. Most of them were
2: exposed. A lot of them got COVID and they have the antibodies. And now they're being forced to either get vaccinated or... They get fired. Right.
0: Now, this is a really good point. I've gone on this channel before. Z Dog has said, hey, these mandates, especially against healthcare workers, firing 70,000 healthcare workers in New York, people who were the heroes who laid their life down, not a good look. Hey, why would you do this? Why would you fire a bunch of these healthcare workers because they don't got it? They've already been exposed to it. They've already probably had the vid. And listen to the response. It's very interesting.
2: That seems ridiculous mm. given the information that we know about the natural, impuni- uh, natural immunity that uh, is imparted Impunity through. Impunity with immunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is imparted through uh, previous infection. We know that to be very effective. In fact, a study out of Israel showed it to be six to 13 times more effective than the immunity that's imparted by the vaccine. Yeah. But yet they're ignoring that and forcing these people to comply with this mandate. Why do you think they would do that? And does that piss you off?
1: I, this one surprises me. I, 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 it does. I, it, because first of all, just historically, we do know that people who have natural immunity, it can be very effective immunity. I'm talking even pre pandemic, you know, yeah. even SARS going back to 2003 people of 18 years later. Yes, that's right. There's evidence immunity. of
0: immunity. Yes. So, I mean this, so they, so he acknowledges, Hey, look, natural immunity is good. This surprises me. They would do this to all these healthcare workers. is not like, Whoa, we should be blown away by this. This was kind of a known
1: entity. It's and normal. I think what has surprised me a bit about it is that, um, we still don't do enough testing to really know for sure uh, if people actually have the immunity. People say they've had COVID, so they should have antibodies. Some of these antibody tests are pretty good, some are not. You know, So it's, it's weird that two years into this, that we still don't have good, we don't, we still don't have good vision.
2: Yeah, because you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're firing healthcare workers with massive amounts of experience treating the very disease
1: that is affecting everybody. If, mm. if, if somebody can demonstrate that they have immunity, I think that should be worth something. I, I really do. I really do. But we still don't have enough testing. And yeah, but
2: I, these tests are available.
1: They those are good seconds. tests, but I talked to Mercy, your nurse, and you know so those tests she got from the hospital, you go and get the over-the-counter tests, and she'll be the first to tell you. She doesn't use those because...
0: So interesting. So here, he acknowledges that these mandates, especially against healthcare workers that have had it, is not a good look, okay? And this is what I hear, by and large, from a lot of the folks who's like, listen, I've had this thing. Leave me alone, <laughs> Why are you mandating me to get something when these studies are coming out showing that if you've already had the vid, well then the immunity, the immunity from it is already um, is 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 better than the uh, immunity from the bang bang. He's saying, listen, most most people get it like. So so I think I think that, that is an interesting point to hear him concede on that. Hey, this is not a good look. These, these mandates coming down, not a good look. And again, he's not the only doctor that said this. Z Dog has said this. I'm not a doctor, but I've consistently said, hey, these mandates, this is not a good look. It's not a good idea to do it because it's going to force people to to die on a hill that's not worth really worth dying on. And it's just gonna enrage all the people that are already hesitant and snooping around and thinking that there's there's some agenda at play, right? It's just bad across the board. Like it, it doesn't make sense especially with people and that's where he says well we, we got to figure out a way to prove that people have had already um they they, they have immunity like immunity has to go for something right and so in, interesting and, and, and again but they they both cherry pick different studies and this whole thing towards the end i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna really glue this together but this was by far the most interesting uh uh conversation because they keep going back to it okay they keep going back to um Joe Rogan, them say the CNN saying that Joe Rogan uh, took horse dewormer. Before we get to that, does it bother you that the news
2: network you work for out and out lied? Well, just outright lied about me taking
1: horse dewormer. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? <laughs> You're the medical I didn't, guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before. But they Commander did it the with such glee. No, yes Joe. I watched. They, I you watched? watched? I watched. You watched? No, I don't think there's yes glee. Yes, they did. I don't, I, no one th-
0: Joe got him on the ropes because here, here is the most obvious. Here is the most obvious point where CNN did flat out lie and say that Joe was taking horse dewormer. Like, this is... This is this is the most obvious part of this entire conversation that, that that like blew my mind that I was like holy moly he got this dude to concede that CNN was kind of foul for saying this take.
2: Joe Rogan says she has take, COVID, take, taking livestock drug despite warnings is often used for humans along with all the other drugs I took. All human drugs. Yes, they know it's a human drug. It's, it's a, it can
1: it's right. But and the, they lied. The thing it's I, defamatory. It, it is it is a yeah. They shouldn't have done that. It's I get, defamatory, right? Well, I don't know if it's defamatory. I bet it is. Yeah, well, I'm not a lawyer. I'm he not,
0: says they shouldn't have done that. This is I. This is the part that I think was viral first on Twitter last night. They shouldn't have done that. It's really interesting. It's but, a
1: lie. Well, see, here's the thing. It, it, can we? You can have nuanced discussions about this. Right? <laughs> no, you can't. Now, you he can.
0: went, now he's like, oh, we can have a nuanced discussion. It's like, fam, CNN went and said that Joe Rogan was taking horse warmer. Now You
1: can have nuanced discussions about
2: lying about someone taking horse warmer. There was
1: no glee, by the way.
2: Well, six was, days after infection, I was back in the gym. I'm
1: glad. It felt great. I'm glad you you do. I really Me am. Too. I, I Thank think you. Me too. I'm glad, you're <laughs> glad you're a nice guy. Most of <laughs> the people I know, I think, would be glad that you. I don't think <laughs> Rogan. There's a lot
2: of people out there that weren't glad.
1: But my point is,
2: you're working for a news organization. If they're lying about a comedian taking horse medication, what are they telling us about Russia? What are they telling us about Syria? Do you you
1: understand that that's why people get... Concerned about the veracity of the news, the 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 concern was. Uh, look, just the nuanced part of this, and you're not taking a horse to worm. I get it, well, it has nothing with, to do with me taking. horse They shouldn't horse have called medication. it a horse <laughs> to Just a lie. I I, I I am agreeing that they shouldn't have <laughs> called it
0: that. You, are you aware what's? That was like so good to see him. Find, like repeatedly concede and say, "Listen, they they're not giving you horse." Dewormer. Now now he did say something. And I don't have the timestamp for it, but he did say something else in the interview that was very interesting. Where he said, "Hey, in terms of ivermectin, when they saw ivermectin um, help with." the vid and the symptoms of the vid, he said, hey, um, that was also packaged with steroids. There's a steroid that took with it. So it's hard to tell, was it just the ivermectin that did it or was it a steroid that did it, right? So that is a part that I think a lot of people are leaving out and there aren't a ton of clinical trials done on ivermectomy, which is the hesitancy. The 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 FDA came out and had the joke about hey you're not a horse don't take horse dewormer and he kind of says that like well that's what CNN was saying here here's the part that. I'm, 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 not, I'm not giving CNN the benefit of the doubt because they were foul for a news organization. But here's the part that I think Joe might be missing, is that a lot of what's being communicated, whether this is right or wrong, right or wrong and I'm gonna drive this point home again later, whether you believe this is right or wrong, a lot of what's being communicated is to the lowest common denominator, right? I think some of what Joe misses here is that he has immense access to get ivermectin from a prescription through a doctor, to get monoclonal antibodies, which you know they're doing in Florida, but apparently there's a shortage on him, that Joe Rogan isn't the average person that's walking around. He has access to a lot of these treatments he can get them from, folks, right? Now, I'm gonna show you something to, to kind of poke fun of myself here in this situation. Remember, I was in the wait and see crowd, okay? I saw all my doctor friends get it, the bang bang, and I didn't end up getting it till June. Okay, so I was with a lot of folks, and in the process, my wife was more hesitant than me. She didn't get it till August, and so this, <laughs> yeah, this was, this is a this is a, this is a token from twenty twenty one. Okay, uh, a token for twenty one. Is that in focus? Okay, this right here is the typical ivermectin that people are getting. They're not getting it from, well, I don't know if it's a typical. A lot of people are getting it from Amazon. For Horsty Warmer, okay? This is what I got. Why? Because my friend, college educated, amazing, smart human, sent me a link and was like, you should get this. Me, like a dummy, read it. And when this came in the mail, when this came in the mail, that's when my wife was like, you know what? You're a freaking idiot. Like, this is stupid. I'm just gonna go get this shot. So I think a little bit of what a little bit of what Joe was missing is just like with hydraulic cloquin or whatever that, that 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 thing was, just like that, where people did what started taking cleaning things, right, supplements. There are going to be people that take this. Because they don't have the same access that Joe has, right? And so we have we we've, we've never opened this, right? I didn't know that what this was, and then, my, my, and then it came. My wife was like, "What did what did you order me?" I was like, "Well, you, you don't you didn't get the bang bang." So I, I guess you know I, if so, if something happens, I got right. Most people, we're talking about most people. Most people are like most people. Most people don't have a a a, a cocktail of drugs available to them at their at their disposal if and when they get the the vid okay most people know so this next point is gonna hurt some of y'all feelings okay so let's just fast forward joe and him agree really agree and i was really happy with how this plays out okay so let's look at this
2: it's not accurate it is it is a band-aid on one problem but the overall metabolic health is poor and that's one of the reasons why their body's in decline when you're dealing with people that have four comorbidities Outside of genetic conditions, outside we're dealing with so many lifestyle choices in this country. There's people that are just not exercising, are not drinking enough water, are not taking vitamins, are not being healthy, are not making healthy choices. The, these things should be encouraged above and beyond because this is the this is the that's those those are the things that can get your body to a place where it can be better, it'll perform better, you'll think better, you'll feel better, yeah. you'll have better relationships with with people, you'll, you'll you'll your life will work better because you're not in this constant state of decay. Yeah.
1: I, I I, look, Joe. I 100% agree with you. I spent a lot of time in the book writing about this. If you were uh, obese, uh, by the way, 42% of the country uh, is either uh, obese or morbidly obese.
0: You hear that? 42% of the country is obese or morbidly obese. 42%. 42%. Okay. Remember what I just said. The risk of getting
1: severe disease was four to five times higher yeah. if, you, if you were obese. Yeah. So we, we, this is a big problem.
0: The risk of getting this thing was four to five times higher. When this entire pandemic started, I did a video and I said something that is more de- deadly than COVID. And I said obesity. And a lot of folks were mad at me. Okay. 42%. 42%. You're four to five times more likely to get severe disease.
2: And, but and why don't we encourage people? we need to well, we why know. is there all this talk of just go and get vaccinated and we, why isn't the president? Why isn't the press secretary? Why isn't all these major news? Why are they saying if they all they have to say get vaccinated? That's all that's all you ever hear. Well, I, why isn't there? You've got to take care of your body. They,
0: they, this they, is such a great point, And I have brought this up to my doctor friends Repeatedly repeatedly
2: the, it's the front line and not just for covid but the front line defense for everything
1: that ails us I think that um, it's been an issue for a long time. It remains an issue. It needs to be addressed. I think when you're dealing with an acute crisis in the middle of a pandemic, hundreds of thousands of people have died, it's not to say, don't get healthy, I'm not saying, "Hey, ignore that. But that's not going to take care of the problem as rapidly as you know being able Correct. to stop the transmission. But of the this virus. Is, it's
0: not like it's not going to take the care of the problem as rapidly as being able to stop the transmission, okay? So just keep, keep, keep watching.
2: There's only been one press conference. No, look, look. There's been thousands of discussions, and almost no discussion of the fact that 78 percent of the people that wind up in in the hospital for COVID are obese. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, I think, uh, right. And and 113 percent in the ICU and whatever. It's it's a much 113 percent more likely. How do you get a more than 113 percent more likely to end up versus those? But yeah, this needs to be addressed. Joe, we we spend four trillion dollars a year on healthcare in this country. 70 percent of the diseases are probably totally preventable, and most of. 70%
0: Seventy percent of the diseases are totally preventable.
1: That is lifestyle, yeah. and most of that, even more specifically, is diet. So, I th- and,
0: <laughs> most of that is diet. This is they're like, yay, we agree, right? This is such a good point. I think
1: we, there's always been, again, going back to the nuance of these discussions. People say, hey, look, you know, we can't shame people who are obese, and and no, nobody's saying shame people who are obese. They're saying there's a real problem in this country. If we spent one percent. Of our healthcare budget on actually helping people get fit and making sure it had healthy food and whatever it may be It would go a long way. We the don't probably we don't do that this expression You can't shame people is that it's been
2: distorted down to the point where even bringing up the fact that someone is obese is shaming them
0: I want to show you guys where I think Joe Takes an L. This is the one part where I think Joe definitely took an L in this point so Joe goes Hey, we, no one's talking about getting healthy. We should talk about getting healthy. And the guy's like, I agree with you. We could take 1% of the budget. We could help people get healthy. 1% of all the money we spent, we spent $2 trillion or something crazy on, on all this stuff. He says, listen, we should help people And here, I think, again, I think Joe misses the point. And I'm, I'm going to circle this all around, put a nice bow on it, okay? Listen here.
2: On improving the metabolic health of the, the general population and having
1: therapeutics in place. I I think we should improve the general health of the population. I think that's a no-brainer. It'll take time, you know, and we're in the middle of this right now. I don't think you're going to be able to do that, though. Well,
0: what? This man goes on this whole tirade. People need to get healthy. And he's giving them, yo, 42% of folks are obese. People, you know, 70% of disease is preventable from lifestyle, diet. It's all related to diet. And, 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 and Joe's like, yeah, yeah, we got to get everybody healthy. We got to get people. Why have they not talked about lifestyle changes? Why is no one talking about taking vitamins, eating better, losing weight? Why is nobody talking about these things? And then he says, yeah, we got to get people healthy. But I don't think anyone's going to do that.
1: Just, I, I think if we spent one percent of our four trillion dollars that we spend on healthcare every every year to to actually get people healthy, but I don't think you can. Well, I don't, I don't look, think it's hard to motivate people. Well, Joe, I mean, isn't so? If that's the case, then what doesn't that make a stronger case for the vaccine? Then if you're if you're based,
0: if that's the case, doesn't that make a stronger case for the vaccine? basically saying,
1: hey, we can't do that. People are just going to be sick and vulnerable. And by the way, that's half the country, probably more, when you talk about obesity and diabetes and and the other comorbidities that are associated with this. You're talking about hundreds of millions of people. So are we just going to say, if you're going to say, hey, look, can't do it, then. Doesn't that make the case that we need to vaccinate? I think it makes a good case to vaccinate vulnerable people.
0: Joe goes on to say, I've told tons and tons of my fat friends to get vaccinated. I've I've told tons of people who are vulnerable to get vaccinated. I've told my parents to get vaccinated, so on and so forth. So I think here, Joe plays himself in this argument because here's, here's the conversation. And it's the part no one wants to listen to. The majority of people are walking around with comorbidities. Four out, of, four out of 10 of you guys aren't healthy. You're already overweight. And when you stack that with high blood pressure and this thing and asthma and that thing, the majority of people are walking around with comorbidities. Define vulnerable. How do you define vulnerable, right? Who's vulnerable? So, what's happening is there's two different things. There's one thing, and a lot of us have been talking about, we gotta get people healthy. We gotta get people to lose weight. We gotta get people to take responsibility of their bodies. We, right? And then the other side is saying, well, let's just deduce this to the lowest common denominator, and most people are overweight. Most people are eating like crap. Most people aren't moving enough. Most people act like most people. How do we stop a pandemic? Well, the truth is most people are vulnerable. That's the uncomfortable truth. And a lot of folks don't think they are. So they think they can just tough this thing out and then you can end up really sick, right? Now, Joe knows a bunch of people who've had side effects. I know one person. My brother Sivion had a side effect. Some real wild stuff is happening to him. I'm praying for him. He shared about it. I know one person that's had side effect. I know a lot of people that got the vid and my age and were either hospitalized, were t- had to take months off from work, couldn't do anything, or worse, died. I know multiple people like that. Okay? So it's a risk-reward assessment. It's a risk-reward assessment. That's really what it comes down to. Me personally, as someone that's healthy, had to assess the risk of well. And by the way, I got the Johnson and Johnson, so I'm not I'm not an expert here. I don't quite understand what the you know the the mRNA and all this stuff is. I don't understand. I said like I looked at the risk reward. I say you know what? I don't have uh, access to all these drugs that a Joe Rogan has, and I have a new baby. Who's, who's four months at the time? I got a wife, I got a son. I'm the sole provider. I can't afford to take a month off from work. I can't afford to go to the hospital. I can't. Aff- so as my as my risk assessment, I'm way more l- less likely to have any type of side effects from the bang bang. But I do know people who've gotten really, 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 really sick from getting the um, you know the 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 vid. Okay. And so I think I think this is what it all comes down to. But I think what Joe missed here is that listen. Um, he knows that most people aren't healthy and aren't motivated to take care of themselves, and so what this public safety guideline is saying is, well, hey, um, let's, do, let's 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 speak to the average person who's not taking care of themselves, and let's attempt to protect the vulnerable, which are most people. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to communicate that in ta- in, in, in you know in, in little news bites and press conferences. That's way too conf- confusing to talk about that kind of stuff. It's like, well, you know, technically, a lot of you guys are unhealthy. And <laughs> you probably should get this right. And again, I'm I'm 20 pounds overweight. Well, I'm about 15 pounds overweight right now. Your boys lost about eight pounds uh, and gained a couple pounds back. So so I'm I'm with you guys. Like I I understand right. And Joe understands human behavior. So if human behavior and the state of humans is when you're in, an, in, 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 a, in a modern industrial nation, people are going to get sloppy. People are going to be lazy. People are not going to move. People are going to over consume access to excess. Right. That's the issue. And the other flip side of this. So they should be told. But the other flip side of this is a bunch of people that have already had this thing. They're like, fam, leave me alone. I have antibodies. These antibodies seem to be really effective. Leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. Don't make me inject something in my body I don't understand or I don't feel like I need. And I'm like, yo, I, I get it. I respect it. Like, I got close friends of mine that are in the medical field who've had the, the, the vid. And I was like, fam, like, like let's think through how can you write a letter to get a, uh, an exemption? Do you take the religious angle, right? Do you do you take the right? Leave, leave people alone. Leave people alone. At this point, you're taking on the risk. And, and now, 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 if you haven't had the vid and you aren't, you haven't had the bang bang, you got a date with one of those. That is what it is. You got a date with one of those. I think that if, if we're just talking risk versus reward, and again, I take the Johnson and Johnson. I say, hey man. I think I, I'm get, I'm taking a, 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 a I'm more confident taking a gamble with j and J than I am trying to uh, uh, take, you know potentially take a week off or whatever right and a lot of people can't also afford that and then the flip side of that is well the mRNA joints be knocking some people out for a day or two or three. Can people afford to take a day or two or three off from work? That's why a lot of folks in New York, by the way, who aren't you know uh, uh, white conservatives conspiracy, there's actually a lot of them are working minorities are like yo I can't afford to take the time off from work to go get the shot because I can't afford two or three times uh, two two three days off of work. You see how this comes down to like it is a more nuanced conversation. I appreciate Dr. Sanja going on. Um, I appreciate Joe Rogan. Kind of giving them the business if we <laughs> keep it a buck and taking CNN to test. CNN needs to apologize, like straight up, like they need to issue an apology and apologize for this stuff. And uh, and so and 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 in all of this, guys, um, I like I don't. If there's something out there that can treat this thing. We should do everything we can to research it and figure out if it could actually treat this thing There should be no suppression of information to treat this thing and it appears that this new pill that's coming out I guess is it called the 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 MERS or what I forgot what the name of it is Um, That that looks like the potentially the magic bullet for the folks who are, that's uh, like God's Aliyoub for all y'all that don't want to get the bang bang and you haven't had the vid. Well, it looks like God's alley-oop is like, all right, I'm going to look out for y'all. And then and, and this pill is on the way, right? And uh, and and, and but, but even in that, like, yo, they want $700 for a pill or whatever the price is. Like, they upped the price like 42 times or something crazy versus what it costs building the pill out with public funding. Like, so much of this is murky. So much of this requires uh, critical thinking, risk versus reward analysis as as well as like skepticism in this thing. Um, if you are, Hesitant about something that has been given out in billions of doses and has been tested and peer reviewed, but you're not hesitant about ivermectin or hydro- hydro- hydrochloroquine, which hasn't actually been tested with peer reviewed medical. I mean, that's a bit inconsistent. You take you don't want to take something that isn't FDA approved, but you're taking vitamins and supplements that aren't FDA approved. Like, there's so many different inconsistencies here that if we were just to keep a buck, like keep it honest, like yo, I was scared when I went to get the bang bang. I was. I was sitting there like very nervous, and then I got it. And then I'm like, man, I feel like I made the right decision for me and my family. Um, And again, I think generally speaking, most people act like most people. Most people are overweight, aren't taking care of themselves, aren't eating well, and aren't moving enough. So therefore, if you haven't had the vid, you probably should really consider taking one of these shots. Like You probably should really consider it. Now, I'm not a medical expert. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body. You do whatever you think is best for you and your family. But... That's, that's what we did, right? And again, it was me getting this that finally persuaded my wife to be like, you know what, we really aren't prepared. If she were to get it and she's a nursing mom and we got two kids, uh, uh you know, a baby, um, we're not in a position to just be taking L's like that. Like, we're not, you know? And I know y'all think like I'm on YouTube, I'm popping. Like, I don't have a, a cocktail of drugs available to me in case I get sick like Joe Rogan does. And I think this is where he's kind of, he's, he's a tad bit out of touch here. It's like, yo, Okay. yes, average young person will probably be fine, but you still need some sort of uh, treatment in case uh, things go left and you end up having to take a month month off. Right. Um, And so I I think that is uh, a a reasonable. Let's be sober. Let's be sober to a couple of conclusions. Let's be sober to a couple of conclusions. Most people are like most people. Most people are overweight, over consuming and not taking care of themselves. It's conclusion number one. Conclusion number two is in the macro sense, when you're talking about billions of doses, there are going to be side effects. I know that that, that that that's, it it is what it is. It's a fact. However, it it, it doesn't make the person who had the small chance of a side effect, it doesn't make that person feel any better. That like, oh bro, my bad. Like you're one out of (laughs) 100,000. That still sucks. So it does still come with risk. However, the risk of getting the vid by all measurable accounts, except for young people under, you know, in their teens, um, of, of the vid are still yet it's still it's still a higher chance that you're going to have some kind of bizarre thing from the vid, long vid, whatever, than you are from a bang bang. Right? Those are those are those are realities. And the vast majority of people, especially people under fifty who are currently in ICU or hospitalized, are uh, did not get the bang bang. But the good news, by the way, the good news in all of this, regardless on where you fall on this issue, the good news in all this is the numbers, by and large, have completely dropped in the last 30 days by over 30 percent. No one in the media is talking about this. I don't know why they didn't bring that up. But cases are way down. Hospitalizations are way down. Um, and 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 furthermore, there is a pill that it looks like it's coming out, and and that. Sh- seems like the magic bullet that seems like that is going to be the thing that is going to really uh completely mitigate hospitalization and severe disease okay so that is also good news um i think congress and everybody pushing these mandates is getting it completely wrong i don't think you 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 mandate this this sort of thing this just enrages people more um yeah, I just think it enrages people more. I don't think I don't think that's helpful. And I've I've I feel like I've been very consistent on that. A lot of folks listen to me and aren't really listening to me. All they know is that I've gotten the Johnson and Johnson. So they think I'm for mandates. I'm not. I've been against them. I've been against the lockdowns in California since very early on. If you've been paying attention to my channel, I've been against Governor Newsom from very early on, pushing for him to get recalled. So, you know, it it is what it is. And so I I recommend that. Um, that you really weigh the, the pros and cons, you know? Um, so anyway, those are my thoughts on this. I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I thought it was a good conversation. I really do recommend you really watch this whole conversation. Um, I'm not going to cap. It's, I mean, Joe kind of owned this dude. I was very impressed with how well Joe was prepared. He definitely prepared for this interview. And yeah, I, th- I think he crushed it. I think he knocked it out of the park. Um and so, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of long term side effects. Anyway, I'm gonna t- 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 uh, pause real quick. Let me see if I can find Baptist's super chat. Oh, here it is. Baptist said, hydroxy, you mean the over the counter drug that's effective against the vid versus the people who foolishly took it cleaning product? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, listen, people took the cleaning product, and we don't know if it's uh, effective because apparently the research showed it wasn't effective. When actually clinic, this is the, you got to try, you got to like do trials on stuff. You can't just like, oh, this is, yeah, listen, if I get it, I'm getting everything I get access to. I'm getting everything I get access to for sure. Okay. However, you, you can't just assume something works because again, causation is not correlation, right? In the same way, if someone does take horse paste and it, it does work, that doesn't mean that that is what helped them versus taking this and it potentially having negative side effects or someone doing something stupid like taking, um T- taking actual cleaning products right like you you got it you 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 gotta factor these things on and so again when, when CNN is saying these things they're speaking to the lowest common denominator in the room they're assume and maybe it's a false bad assumption but they're assuming that most people are, are stupid and, and or a lot of people are stupid maybe not most people but a lot of people are stupid and are, and I mean listen guys this was told to me by a friend who's college educated and sent this Amazon link I didn't look at the link I just ordered it and then we got it and I was like I really bought horse paste. Okay, I'm making fun of myself here. Like I'm not, I'm not immune to it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, we're gonna talk about the Dave Chappelle Netflix situation here in a second. Um, I think I think the way to summarize this entire conversation, this is how I'd say to summarize this entire conversation. Um, there was a, a a basketball player who came out and said, "Yo, um, loving your neighbor isn't just about loving your neighbor that you agree with." And I thought that was so profound. And this is why I think conversations like this are so necessary, is if we sit down and we actually talk to each other and hear each other out in a long form conversation, and we're not just talking and listening, we're not just listening to respond, we're actually talking to each other. I think that is how we can kind of move towards the middle and having a more nuanced take on some of this stuff, right? So that I think is really it. Like where, where, wherever you are on this entire, uh, yeah. Jonathan Isaac, by the way, yeah, the basketball player Jonathan. From the NBA, who, by the way, I just met this past weekend at Flavor Fest. Super cool guy. Um, he came to the show. Um, Jonathan Isaac came out and said and said that, and I thought that was really good. So like, loving your neighbor isn't just loving your neighbor that agrees with your ideologies towards the bang-bang or not the bang-bang. Loving your neighbors also loving people that, de- that disagree with you, that are gonna push back and are gonna rub you the wrong way. And I think in all this, that's why I was so happy this conversation happens. I think we need to have conversations like this regularly. I think people in politics, and government, and science need to have conversations like this and really like go back and forth on what the information says. Generally speaking, generally speaking, I think the bang-bang is safe, which is why I got it. And generally speaking, unless you're super duper young or you have some other issue, I think most people walking around should probably really consider it if they haven't had the vid. So that's my position. Do with that what you will.
2: Kingstream Entertainment. R- 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 Bruce Lawn.
0: Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.